Welcome to Buildcasters, the slaptacular podcast that's all mecca all the time. I'm the macabre chap, and I'm joined by the one, the only Sentai 5. Thank you all for joining us again. I know it's been a while. Thank you all for joining us, guys. It really has been a long time since we've recorded an episode of Buildcasters OG Original Generation for all you Super Robot Wars fans out there. So on today's episode of Buildcasters, what we're going to do for you is some news... And then we're going to dive, yeah, unfortunately, dive into a somewhat short review of Gundam Build Divers, the latest travesty, I mean, entry into the Gundam Build series. How does that sound, Fives? Uh, As much as I don't want to do this, let's do it. Let's do it. So, on the news, which is kind of old news if you're a Mecha fan and have been monitoring the ongoings within the Gundam franchise, but what we're going to do is we're going to give you our thoughts on the Gundam 40th anniversary livestream that happened on 21st of November 2018. So the first main news item is that Bandai slash Sunrise have now held their Gundam 40th anniversary livestream. And some interesting news has come out of that. The landmark announcement was that there will now be a animated adaptation of the light novel Kido Senshi Gundam Senko no Hathaway or Kido Senshi Gundam Hathaway's Flash. It's being adapted as a trilogy of movies with the first one slated to be released at the end of 2019. So Fives, what's your thoughts on this? I can't wait for this. I can't I can't even believe they're trying to do a trilogy of movies. I thought they would do like maybe one or two movies at most, but I can't wait for this because I want to see his mobile suit in action. It looks so crazy. A lot of people have been waiting for this for quite a few years as well. Because I know like every year when they announce a new Gundam project, someone's always like, when are they going to do Hathaway's Flash? When are they going to do Hathaway's Flash? So I think I'm ready for it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm actually quite infused about this news. Having recently seen Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn, and I will be watching Mobile Suit Gundam narrative when it comes out. So obviously, Halfway's Flash follows on from those. So it'll be nice to see the Universal Century continued um, in animated form. Obviously, they're releasing it as a trilogy of movies, which is quite intriguing. So that obviously will give them the room to um, fully adapt the project and hopefully not truncate it in any sort of way. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, um, pretty much. Hopefully they get it right. Fingers crossed. I have every single confidence that they will get it right because most of the UC stuff is good. There have been very, very, very few UC adaptations that have been outright terrible. And even then, those that are deemed outright terrible by most of the Mobile Suit Gundam fandom don't end up actually being that bad. Case in point, Double Zeta, which I've seen some of, didn't really strike me as that bad. Just struck me as a bit more lighthearted than the original Zeta. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) The only Universal Century entry in the franchise that's considered outright bad by most fans is Mobile Suit Gundam Victory, which I've yet to see, but will watch at some point. Yeah, I could actually rewatch that at one point also. I think it's been about 10 years since I've seen Victory, and it was uh, it was alright. It wasn't that good. Is it actually bad or is it just mediocre? I'd say it's mediocre from when I watched it. Oh, okay. So maybe my opinion might change on it mm. this time around, Yeah, but... Okay, fair enough, fair enough. That was that was during uh, Tomino's uh, depression yeah, era. Yeah, Killer Mool Tomino. 
Yeah. <laughs> as they call him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny how some of these anime writers slash producers slash directors with macabre, <laughs> macabre tendencies actually um, seem to get nicknames from fans, such as Killer Moon Tomino. And obviously, Gen Urobuchi is Urobucha. <laughs> of course because they're known for their um, love of macabre endings in their projects yeah. and macabre narratives with this announcement what I really wanted and I think what most of the fans wanted a crossbone Gundam adaptation like an actual anime yes. not an OVA not a movie yeah. series an actual anime whether it be 26 episodes whether it be 52 who knows but I want a full honest to goodness adaptation of mobile suit crossbow and gundam because from what i've read of it from what's scanlated it is fucking sick dude i've been very vocal about this over the years about wanting a crossbow and anime and it has to happen sometime soon they can't not do it they're getting very close to the universal century at that point in time also yeah 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 so starting to get there i think a crossbone anime will happen soon it will definitely happen it's just a question of when as opposed to will it happen yeah so it's going to happen sooner rather than later as far as i'm concerned if they can get the uh, f91 cast to come back for it that'd be awesome yeah 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 from what i've heard because obviously the crossbone vanguard first rear their heads in mobile suit gundam f91 don't they yeah so, the next item on our list is that Mobile Suit Gundam Reconquista in G, or G Reco, is getting a movie adaptation that absolutely everybody asked for. Fives, your thoughts on this? Hey man, that cannot be me asking for a Reconquista in G movie. There's no way. I, I don't know why they're even wasting their time doing this. Just to, just to make it seem more coherent or whatever, but still, I'm not... I'm not interested in that one bit. <laughs> well, it's not an entirely new project. Um, obviously, they're recycling footage from the series itself and then editing it adding together. Adding new scenes here and there. Yeah. Uh, to turn it, yeah, and adding more animation to turn it into a movie version or Gekijoban, as it's known in Japanese. Gekijoban. 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 Which is probably what it's going to be known as, but yeah. Definitely. Hopefully they will edit it to give it a much more coherent narrative. Obviously, I am yet to see Reconquista and Chi, but even from reading the synopses of the episodes, it seems like a complete and utter incoherent mess. Yeah, man. I mean, even Tomino was like, hey, I got no idea what the hell happened over there. (laughs) (laughs) So in terms of of the Gundam conference, we have also found out that there will be a new Gundam build project that will be released next year. And I think it has been confirmed that it will be a sequel to Build Divers, unfortunately. Oh my goodness. A sequel that nobody wants because Gundam Build Divers, as you'll find out, is undoubtedly one of the most mediocre entries into the Gundam franchise. It's just like they didn't give a fuck, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, usually... Usually, like, the build series adds something new each time, but I don't know about this one. Yeah, usually. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get onto that soon. I mean, technically, Gundam Build Divers did add something new in terms of its setting. Oh, yeah. It was set inside virtual a reality. virtual reality game, so it added a new setting. But other than that, it adds very, very, very little, but we'll get onto that in a minute. So, um, also, there will be a new SD Gundam project 
Sun Goku Den something. Yeah, SD Gundam, Sun Goku Den something and another. I guess the designs look kind of interesting, but I'm not really interested in it. And I'm someone that does actually like SD Gundams, to be perfectly honest. What's your take on the new um, SD Gundam Project 5s? Um, I'm not too interested in it, but I'm definitely going to check it out for sure. Because, hey, it's Gundam. The last SD series I watched, I think it was right after Double O, they, they made another SD series. I don't really have that much of a memory of that one. I think I just like watched that on and off. They made an SD series after Double O. I don't remember that. Or I think it was during the time of Double O. Uh, I forget the name of it. It was like SD Gundam, Sangoku, then something. I know back in like the early 2000s, there was an SD Gundam series called Superior Gundam Force yeah. or something like that, or Superior Defender Gundam Force or something like that. They made another one. I think it was, um, oh, it was SD Gundam, Sangoku, then Brave Battle Warriors. How many episodes is that? It was 51. Really? And I believe that it's available online on YouTube. Was it any good? Honestly, I don't even remember. I barely have a memory of it. <laughs> I might have, I might have just like flown through the series without like remembering much that went on. But I might have to give it a rewatch. I know the episodes were short. I think they were about like fifteen minutes. I think. Fair enough. Yeah, I remember the episodes being short. That's <laughs> my only memory, I guess. So, in other news that we should have done at the end of November, basically. At a panel at Anime NYC, which took place sometime in November, Sunrise have revealed that they intend to release a new Gundam theatrical feature every one to two years. The films will debut in Japan, obviously, and other countries. However, these countries were not specified. Also, Thorbs, who seem to be continuing their love affair with the Gundam franchise and mecha anime in general, interviewed Yutaka Izabuchi, the designer of the RX-93 new Gundam. They basically chopped it up about his love of Tetsujin 28 Go, how he found himself working with Tomino and designed a new Gundam, and how he came to direct and create the mecha designs for one of my favourite mecha anime of all time. That's not an entry in the Gundam franchise. Razafon. Hey. He designed some of the mecha for that, and he was the director for that project as well. So he was the Tomino for Razaphon, effectively. And Razaphon is an amazing, amazing mecha anime. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. It's pretty much Neon Genesis Evangelion done right. But better. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate <laughs> for that, but Razaphon basically has a similar premise to Neon Genesis Evangelion. However, it's the polar opposite in terms of themes. Whereas Evangelion's about depression and despair, Razaphon is about hope and transcendence. And whereas Neon Genesis Evangelion draws a lot from like Judeo-Christian mythology and in inverted commas, Razaphon draws a lot from Mayan and Mesoamerican lore. So yeah, it's really, really great series. And it has one of my favorite endings to any anime ever so yeah go and check it out if you get a chance i'm gonna stop gushing about razafon now i know david will enjoy this because razafon is also one of his favorite mecha anime great minds think alike like me he's not a massive fan of evangelion either so yeah go and check out razafon please go and check out razafon have you, you haven't seen it have you fives uh i've only seen maybe half the show Oh, so you have seen yeah. some of Razafon. What did you think of I've it? I've definitely seen some when I was a when I, I only saw it when I was a kid. Oh, you were much, younger. much younger. What did you th <laughs> I must have been like twelve. <laughs> Do you remember much of it? Uh barely. How did you see it? Like on DVD or did it air on TV? Um, no, I looked online. <laughs> oh, you watched it online? Fair someone enough. Someone uploaded someone uploaded episodes online 
And this is like when I used to download literally everything in sight. So was this on YouTube? No, this was um this is a little bit before even YouTube started out. So oh, I used wow. to have to go on like anime forums and stuff. That's big crazy. These youngins on any Twitter or in the anime fandom don't even know the struggle of watching anime on YouTube in like two full EP and having each episode <laughs> split up into like three different parts. Like that was big wild. Dude. When DivX used to have their own video sharing site, I remember a lot of people used to upload a lot of anime episodes on there too. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I rewatched Gundam Seed. <laughs> oh, you rewatched Gundam Seed on like one on the DivX site. That's big world. Yeah, and then v, remember Vo. Mm, mm. Do you remember in AMVs how sometimes you would see like DivX logos at the bottom of the video? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and unregistered hypercam as well, when people used to like chop up the clips and stuff. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> That's back in the day when like Linkin Park was on every single fucking AMV ever. They used to use Numb all the time. Yeah, L- listen man, <laughs> Linkin Park's first album, Hybrid Theory, fucking slapped. Go. One of my favorite metal records and just rock records in general of all time. I mean, it's not quite up there with Evil Empire by Rage Against the Machine, but it's a pretty fucking sick record. Oh, speaking of Linkin Park, well, we'll get onto Linkin Park and Gundam Build Divers in a minute. So back to Forbes and their love of Gundam and Mecha anime. They recently reviewed the Formania EXGP01 FB Gundam Full Vernian from Gundam 0083 Stardust Memory. Uh, the Formania EX line is a line of exceptionally detailed, no-scale busts of mobile suits. The bust received a glowing review, but it needed to get a fucking glowing review because it costs fucking 325 fucking dollars, for fuck's sake. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> like, it's pretty fucking sweet, man. Like, it's highly detailed. Yeah. So, like, a lot of engineering has gone into it, but $325 is a lot of fucking money. The SSSS Gridman assist weapon set that comes with Gridman himself and all of the assist weapons, which is made by a good small company, costs, like, $130. And it is detailed as fuck. So, yeah. As Hyuk, neighbors charging people exceptionally extortionate amounts of money for toys that they're really not going to fuck with, to be perfectly honest. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't see anyone other than the most ardent fans of the GPO one FB purchasing that item, to be perfectly honest. Right. Yeah, I don't ever see myself owning any of the Formania EX series stuff. I know they made a Sazabi one too. I think the only way I'd purchase... One of the Formania EX line is probably okay, if they made a bust of the Double O or if they made a bust of the Amazing Exia. It's probably the only way Ooh. I'd purchase one. And they're nice. definitely not going to make a bust of Amazing Exia. I still need to build my Amazing Exia kit. I still haven't done it yet. Man, I got to build my Moon Gundam. I'm trying to do that like in the next like day or two. Purchase the Moon Gundam. Yeah, I found it at Barnes & Noble's one day. I was like, oh. Instant cop. You didn't tell me this. I put it on the timeline. Did you? I don't remember that. I, th- I think you saw it. I th- I'm pretty sure you saw it. I don't know. Okay, maybe I did. It was a few weeks ago. How much did you pay for it? Uh, it was um 30 US, give or take. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's it, they give a lot for the kit. Too. It's, it's a little bit more than the 3,000 yen price if you convert it, but that's still not too yeah. bad. Yeah. It's honestly like I've been looking forward to this for since like the summer. <laughs> What's 3,000 yen in US dollars? It might be 28. Okay, so it's not that bad of a markup. They're basically selling it at cost price, effectively. Yeah, yeah, it's about $27 converted. So 
The $30, does that include tax as well? Was it 30 without tax? Oh, uh, that was without tax. Okay, how much was it with tax? It must have been like 33 Okay, that's still not too bad. 33 30. That's still not too bad. Just out of interest, what are sales taxes like in New York State? Oh, they're actually really high. <laughs> what percentage? Hang on. Let me get the actual percentage right now. It is 8.875. <laughs> you think that's high? Yeah. That's not high. Oh, you pay. Yeah, I know you pay higher, right? Dude, value added tax in the United Kingdom is 20%. Oh my Where god. Fucking percent. Yeah. Jeez. That's why shit's so expensive. That is crazy. Like for example, I wanted to purchase the new version of the software that I'm using now, Loopback for Mac. It's an audio routing software. It usually costs $99. So that's $99 without taxes. With taxes, it brings it up to $120. Oh my god. So I'm paying $20 in tax on top of that if I want to purchase the full that's version ridiculous. of the software. It's absolutely insane it is Jeez. fucking insane but there's not much i can do I feel bad i know yeah one thing you can do is just move <laughs> i'm not going to be moving to the united states anytime soon because no health care yeah it's a little uh... i guess you get health care if you work but you know if you don't work like people lose their jobs all the time what the fuck's right, gonna yeah, happen to it's... you and the welfare system is like insane even though the united kingdom isn't the greatest society at treating those who are lower down on the socioeconomic ladder the united states is a far less equitable society than the uk is like 110 percent. we got a lot of problems here in the u.s yeah but before we turn to a trump bashing podcast let's bash something else instead although that lazy orange cheeto in the white house is as much of a prick as whoever decided to write Gundam Build Divers, because I tell you this for now, I am definitely going to fight the writing staff if I ever meet them. I'm going to fight them. <laughs> so yeah, let's get on to our review of Gundam Build Divers. So, Fives, what did you think of Gundam Build Divers? Um, I think it had a lot of promise at first, what the whole mass divers are, but then they quickly, quickly resolved it by the halfway point. And in the second half of the show... I don't know. Most of the time, the show was going nowhere. It was just a chill. It was like a chill. I can't even. Des- I don't know how to describe it. It was like no coherent story, I guess, because most of the episodes are just you know the characters just doing their own thing mm-hmm. at the time, doing like these little events and stuff, or going to these different maps. Mm-hmm. But you know, the second half focused on the god awful character of Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How she is the cause of like all these like glitches and everything all these bugs in yeah. the gbn oh god terrible they should have just killed her off so basically to sum up gundam build divers and my disdain for it the first half is about a gunpla battle hipster feeling salty that a mmorpg has basically superseded his preferred form of gunpla battle so therefore he wreaks havoc in the game world by handing out patches that cause their game world to malfunction so that's resolved by the main character riku battling him in the antiquated form of gunpla battle gpd which uses real gunpla like a certain other entry in the gundam franchise does and then he's defeated and he decides to turn over a new leaf and basically help them get rid of the break decals and then the second half is about riku being horny for an artificially intelligent life form. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much it. I have nothing else to say. I hate Gundam Build Divers. I don't understand why it went wrong. 
<laughs> I don't understand either. Mediocre writing, an incoherent plot. Yeah. Uninteresting characters. Especially that last that last arc when everybody's just like trying to kill Sarah. Oh my god. Protagonist is loathsome and it has no real villains to speak of or even rivals. Yeah. I don't know if they even like develop um what's his face sukasa uh, shiba once they defeat him midway through the series he comes back at the end as a convenient way in which to save sarah the aforementioned artificially intelligent life form that riku is horny for the MacGuffin of the series <laughs> yeah oh and then basically at the end they stick her into the body of a gunpla like a little tiny gunpla so she becomes a real girl effectively and so riku can have sex with her i'm joking he's not gonna actually have sex with the plastic gunpla he can he can literally play her now i hate the show so much well maybe <laughs> hate's a strong word but i have a lot of disdain for it so basically that's the end of our review of gundam build divers <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> any any favorite mobile suits from you um, Double O Sky. Double O Sky, hell yeah. Yeah, RX Zero Amaru is fucking sick. Um, Double O Sky. Yeah. Um, Shining Break, which is actually from the manga, and Gundam Zerakiel. Gundam Zerakiel, that's it. Which is oh. also from Build Divers Break. It's a repaint, remodel of the Gundam Haru from um hey. the Gundam Double O movie. Hell yeah. So, oh yeah, H2 Magnum kind of slaps. Well, not the first version. I prefer the all white version. Yeah, I like the all white version better. If I had to say favorite mobile suit from Build Divers, probably Double O Sky, maybe. Yeah, it's a pretty slaptastic design. I'd say so too. For Build Divers, anyway. Yeah, I kind of wish they didn't have the weapon backpack. I kind of don't like that Destiny look to it, but overall, like the aesthetic is really nice, especially when, you know, all the GN particles come out, the wings. Ooh. You are a man of taste when it comes to your mobile suits, my friend, because you dislike the Destiny Gundam as much as I do. <laughs> Dude, it is. Oh. I had I have the original HG kit from years ago, and the stupid Buster rifle. It's the hinge that connects it. Yeah. Because it folds up, that thing snapped in half so fast. I was so angry. The Destiny Gundam, like the actual model kit, the actual HG. Is it a bad HG or is it pretty decent? It's all right. Besides the weapons, which I really hate, the the wing effects for the particles. Honestly, they could stay in a little bit better if they tried designing Fair it. Fair enough. Yeah. What I will say is that it's a shame that the Destiny Gundam sucks aesthetically because the Impulse Gundam, its predecessor, is actually a pretty slaptastic design. Ooh, it is awesome. I have like the HG Revive kit of that. It is so nice. I was just about to mention <laughs> that is like top of my list to cop from Seed. I also want to know if they made a HG of the Astre Noir because the Astre Noir fucking slaps. Have you seen the Astre Noir? I have. It is very nice. It's from a Gundam Seed Astray manga. I don't think they ever made the HG of it. I'm not sure. No, they definitely made an MG of it, though. Yeah, they did, because that's where I've seen it from. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think they made an RG. Oh, no, no, actually, no, they didn't make an RG. That was just a custom I was remembering. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of customs of it. I mean, like, my painting skills are actually pretty decent. I'm not talking about in terms of, like, gunplot, but just in general, I've got quite um dexterous hands for somebody my size and my height so painting wouldn't be a problem for me so what i might do is i might custom make one because i know they definitely made a hg of the strike noir so all i would need to do is take the noir striker off that and stick it on an astro red frame hg True. and just paint it and then just paint it basically that's all i would need to do i hope they remake the um the strike noir hg because mine's like very loose on the joints now it hasn't oh, really the strike well. noir yeah, because yeah, they use uh, plastic ball joints, which I thought... Oh, okay. 
which I thought back then was like, oh, it's going to make it better, but no, I can't. Be polycaps. You can't even or... like, yeah, use like pla- plastic polycaps on the kit. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So like the arms, you can't even keep the arms up without them falling down. Yeah, polycap joints aren't the one, aren't they? Yeah, they're not it, chief. They're not there, man. Yeah, saying it. So hopefully it gets remade sometime soon. Mm, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. So yeah, sorry that our um, intended review of Gundam Build Divers went off on a tangent, but that's just how mediocre the show is. So basically, Fives, um, what you've been watching at the moment? You've been watching any interesting anime or anything? Um, this is, has nothing to do with um, uh, mecha re- mecha anime, but I've mm. been watching Seven Deadly Sins the past like few months, which is actually pretty good. <laughs> Save that for Billcaster's Guide, please. Definitely, yeah. I'm not going to talk much into it, but I actually genuinely liked it a lot. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Yeah, it's on It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Um, I've been starting to watch um, Ald Noah Zero as well. On Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. But I don't know if cool, I'm cool. enjoying that that much. Oh, okay. That's made by A1 Pictures, I think. Yeah. Mecha designs in it are pretty fucking sick, though. They are really nice, yeah. OST is by Hiroki Sawano, and he's one of my favorites. Nice. I have watched a shit ton of mecha anime recently. Yeah, you've been watching um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, so I got through all of Full Metal Panic. Hey. I finished re-watching Razafon. Um, okay. I watched Martian Success and Nadesco as well, um, which is fucking great, to be honest. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. It's mostly fucking great, but the ending is bullshit. It's completely not a bullshit. It's how not to end a mecha anime. Real talk. Yeah. I need to watch the movie, but the movie happens after a time skip because the movie is weird because it happens after a Sega Saturn video game that was only released in Japan. So, yeah. Damn. I also watched the Agretzko Christmas special, which isn't a mecha anime, but it did kind of slap. Have you seen Agretzko? Uh, no, but I've. I don't know if I can. I don't know. Is it worth getting into? Yeah, you should watch it. It's pretty good. I'm All not right. sure if it's your kind of thing. I'll check it out. It might not be your cup of tea, as we say in the UK, but it's pretty good. Yeah, especially since it's on Netflix, um, I might as well check it out. Yeah. Um, we also obviously recently finished SSSS Gridman as well. Hell but we're yeah. not going to talk about that on here. It's more for the Gaiden. It's more for the Gaiden, but SSSS Gridman is one of those things where I'm not sure if I should class it as a mecha anime, because technically it's a tokusatsu adaptation. And to me, it's more of an anime where mecha appears, as opposed to being explicitly a mecha anime, because it doesn't really rely on tropes of mecha anime. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. It's like a combination of both, which is really Yeah. Oh, man. And I can't wait to talk about that ending, man. Oof, I can't wait. That ending. But you are <laughs> definitely going to leave that for Gaiden because we promised Pre that we wouldn't talk about SSSS Gridman without her. Absolutely. Just some, like, Buildcasters related news. Well, Buildcasters Gaiden related news. If you haven't heard already, Sunglass Pre is now a permanent member of Buildcasters Gaiden. I made that decision. Well, I didn't make the decision. Yeah, we talked about it. And he just went along with it. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we talked about it and we were like, yeah, fuck it. Pri is awesome. She, fits she is incredibly intelligent and eloquent. And we thought, why don't we add her to the cast of Billcaster's Garden? Hell yeah. Hell freaking yeah. So basically, we've come to the end of the episode. Unfortunately, it's a short one, but we're going to basically do all this social media stuff. So Fives, do you want to start? You can find us on Twitter, iTunes, a whole plethora of other places at Buildcasters. Okay, uh, you can find me at Sentai5 
on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, DeviantArt, of all places. Uh, go ahead and go ahead, follow. Go ahead, hit me up. Whatever, I'll be around. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at the Macabre Chap. You can find me on Instagram, same name. You can find me on DeviantArt too, same name. You can find um, me and my buddies in the Legion of Boom on Twitter at Legion of Boom. That's L E G one zero N of Boom. You can find our Buildcasters guide and sister Sunglass Pre on Twitter at Sunglass Pre. You can find our bro Lambo Calrissian on Twitter at Lambo underscore Calriss, and you can find his venture Kaiden Network on Twitter at Kaiden underscore Network, and. If you can, please leave us a review on iTunes, five stars if possible, if you truly feel like we deserve it, because it will help us get up the podcast rankings and it will help more people discover our brand of all mecha all the time. So you can find us on a plethora of podcast platforms. You can find us on TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Just go to the search bar on your platform of choice and enter Build Space Casters. And on that note, Buildcast is out. Here among the stars, everything is regulated by machines. This episode was brought to you by Legion of Boom the podcast network for everything hero. This episode was produced by the Macabre Chap and Sentai 5 with intro music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended.